0: welcome to our podcast murder mystery and mayhem laced with morality where all authors and experts are invited to share learn and together make this a better world where light pierces through the darkness i'm excited for our guest today she is family she's been on here a few times and we're excited that she's back i had the honor of meeting nicole through our mutual author friend astrid vj Um, nicole is known as ndt kasali she is American fantasy author and she specializes in creating magical realms for others to escape into and enjoy. She hails from sunny Connecticut. I am saying that without smiling or laughing. Okay? <laughs> she also <laughs> writes under the pen name N. D. Testa. Um, actually happens to be her sister and best friend. Another person in her life is Edith who is her editor. Uh, Nicole is all about family and enjoys a close-knit relationship with her family members including her parents. She is a huge animal lover and she rides horses. she loves all things fashion, skincare and adventure and she also loves to travel and she is on a mission to do more of what it is that she loves. So welcome back Nicole. welcome back
1: to the family Thank you for having me. I appreciate that. Yes I'm so happy to be here today to talk with you. We always have a good time.
0: We do, we do. Um, yeah, and the last time that you were on here, I made you pinky promise to come back and talk to us about you know, your platform because those of you who know Nicole or now that you're getting to know her, she is um, really good at building her platform. So she's gonna talk to us a little bit about that. She's gonna mix it up. So the first question I wanna ask you is um, what's one thing that your writing venture did that you did not expect?
1: Okay, good question. Um, I would say just learning how much is involved in publishing, self-publishing a book. There is so much that some days I just can't keep up with all of it. Just being um, on social media to try and get yourself out there as an author for people to know who you are. Um, Creating a newsletter, your own website, marketing your book. Um, writing the book getting the book edited cover designs there's so much involved in the process and then you know other I've seen authors do even more by having their own podcasts and stuff which is what I would like to do in the future as well but it's a lot there's a lot of avenues in the author world and I didn't realize that there was so many um, different avenues you can go in when being an author and self-publishing
0: yeah it would be fun if we could just sit down and write yes yeah that would be awesome but there's a i think writing is maybe a third of it and the rest is working many other things and i'm so glad that you brought that up Mm because that's super important for people to know So what is what's a common myth about being a writer that you'd like to dispel today you want to set the record straight (sighs) i mean i think one of the
1: reasons why i've been going um very hard on my social media platforms is i think um sometimes you know going against the stereotype of an author how like authors are introverts you know they Mm -hmm. just spend all day writing in their room um and and some authors are like that and there's nothing wrong with that but kind of going against you know that authors can you know do other things and you know authors just aren't sitting behind a desk writing all day you know we like fashion we like to travel we like to yeah. go out we like to do things you know mm-hmm. so kind of just you know not all authors are introverts and like drink coffee because I'm not a big <laughs> coffee drinker and you know are like the all about like grammar and stuff like that because mm-hmm. I speak four different languages and trust mm-hmm. me after I finish writing my first draft it looks like I don't even to speak English because I just try <laughs> to get the ideas out so yes just kind of going against um like showing there's other avenues to be an author and mm-hmm. what people might think an author is not everyone fits into that mold mm-hmm. of being an
0: author that's right yeah I'm glad that you said that because not all of us are introverts I there's sometimes I feel introverted but I'm I'm really very outgoing uh, mm-hmm. and so you and I have that in in common I believe I think that's why we really connected Yes, you know. So what what do you think is um, what do you think is the biggest challenge you're facing right now in your latest pro- project?
1: Um, I would just say kind of feeling like I'm in a fog all the time because yeah. I don't know, so this is all new to me, so I'm, I'm pretty much learning on my own. So kind of not only taking the advice of my author friends, But doing research on, you know, the internet, looking at YouTube videos, going through the Amazon KDP website, just kind of not sure how to, um, what goes about into, you know, publishing a book. So now I'm kind of into the finalizing the book and moving into kind of the formatting stage. So kind of researching how to format through Amazon. I know one author friend I had formatted her book in Word. I know they have some programs that help you format. Uh, mm-hmm. So I was looking for some different programs. I know uh, Astrid and Alice use Balam, I believe, to edit okay. their books, but that's only for a Mac. And I don't have a Mac. I have an HP laptop that I do all my work on. Okay. Um, Another anthology that I'm in that's coming out next month called Kindred Kingdoms, one of the authors, one of my co-authors that's running the project was, um, she used a program called Atticus, which I've been looking into, and okay. that's for an HP. so it's just a lot, and it, as a new author, it's very overwhelming because you don't know what to do. But I'm sure once I get through this the first time, and I and I get
0: used to it, it's gonna be like clockwork. So it's just That's getting right. to that point. That's mm-hmm. right. That's right. And what one of the reasons I'm, I'm really impressed with you is that because your platform is so well developed, and um, especially in Instagram, you have a huge following. in, in on Instagram, I think gosh, you you have almost sixteen thousand followers. Um, to some superstars out there, maybe that might seem like uh, not a lot, but this is for someone who is new to the industry, um, and someone who's also working her TikTok um, platform. You're close to four thousand followers there, and that's harder to get followers. And mm-hmm. so, um, you you've been doing you, you have been doing this maybe a shorter time, but you do you, you've done it well, and listen, don't get it twisted. Well, Nicole is a fantastic writer, okay? She's being very humble. She's a tough worker in the, in the writing industry. Um, and that is that is why I'm so glad that we're connected. But what's one of the most important lessons that you've learned so far over your career in writing?
1: Um, well, first off, thank you for your kind words, Catherine. <laughs> and I would say just having patience because it. I put myself out there on so many platforms. One of the reasons why I got involved into so many anthologies was to put myself out there as an author Mm -hmm. for people to know who I am. And then, you know, Mm -hmm. after reading my short stories, maybe people would like them and be interested in, you know, reading my actual novels. Mm -hmm. So just having patience because you see authors who have been in this game longer and you see them getting all the the likes and you know when it comes time for reviews they're mentioning their stories and because they have amassed a following and people know who they are because they have so many books so just having patience and not giving up because there's been some days where I've kind of been like "Ah, like is this for me I don't know uh, you know what am I doing it just feels like you know I'm putting myself out there on all these social media platforms and, you know, putting myself in these anthologies and I don't know if anybody's really noticing or anyone's even <laughs> really reading it. Yeah. Um, and that's like, and that's probably is like the hardest thing too, putting yourself out there on social media because, you know, um, I take a lot of popular trends and stuff that I see on those platforms and relate them to being an author kind of in like a comical, funny way right? Um, to, for people to, you know, smile, laugh. So, I mean, it's tough to put yourself out there because then you open yourself up to, you know, people's criticisms and commentary Mm -hmm. and, you know, it's it's tough. But eventually I feel it's all going to pay off. And I do enjoy it. It's kind of like my little escape too from reality, being able to go on Instagram and TikTok. But just having patience because even right now I get frustrated sometimes because I'm like, am I going to finish this all in time? Am I going to format this okay? Is this going to make it in time to be uploaded? but That's having right. patience is important because you making little steps each day eventually you're going to get to that goal that you want to and the more that you put out there eventually more and more people are going to know who you are and notice you and like your writing
0: right and it's, I love especially the the authors of the last, last anthology that you were involved in with, uh, that how I learned about all of these anthologies was through Astrid is mm-hmm. how uh, meticulous you guys are in, in, in implementing deadlines, following through. I mean, even for yourself, for your own upcoming project, Hickory Dickory Death, you mm-hmm. already have that up for pre-order. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so if so, if people are interested, they can, they can go. We'll talk about that toward the end, but they can yes. go and pre-order her book. So that that really puts... The, the, uh, <laughs> that puts some definite constraints on you because then you have people who are depending on you to come through with a product that they've yes. Already purchased yeah. yes mm. so what's yeah. one piece of advice that you could give to someone starting out in a writing career
1: Put yourself out there and don't be afraid, just go for it. I feel in life that fear holds us back so much because we worry about what other people are gonna think, other people's opinions, we doubt ourselves and just don't doubt your abilities as a writer because the author world and the book genres are, there's enough at the table for everybody. So Mm -hmm. somebody out there is gonna wanna read what you're writing, so don't be afraid just go for it, put yourself out there. And don't be afraid to ask other authors that have been in the game longer. Or if you see somebody, you know, you like their marketing style, ask them about it. Or if you like how what they're doing on their social media platform, ask them about it. Because that's the only way you're going to learn is if you talk like I ask, I'm lucky that I've made some very close author friends. So I'm constantly asking them questions about oh, what did you do to format your book? What do you what is the size of your cover because it's all learning you're not going to know unless you ask so it's right. not being afraid and kind of showing that you know it's okay if you don't know it because you're just learning so once so you know funny. it then you could pass that information out to other people and I can't wait till I'm more experienced and I know more about self-publishing in the author world because I can't mm-hmm. wait to share that knowledge with other people who might be in the same boat as me, but are afraid to ask. And I don't and I don't have any problem with people coming to me and asking me or messaging me, you know, questions. If I know, I know. And if I don't, I'm like, well, we're in the same boat. We can figure this out together. So yeah, just don't be afraid. Just go for it. If you have a dream, go for it. It might take a bit of time. It's going to take a lot of hard work, but
0: eventually it's going to be worth it. Awesome. Oh, who? Who do you think has been your most important professional mentor in the field
1: oh, man i would have to say starting off with my enchanted anthology crew because mm-hmm. i've learned a lot from them and i'm lucky that i was able to get into that anthology being mm-hmm. unpublished mm-hmm. with all those published authors was extremely yeah. intimidating in a way But at the same time, I learned so much and I'm just so honored that they ended up taking Alice, who was in charge of the anthology at the time, took a risk on me by, you know, bringing me on without, you know, me ever being published. She had no idea what kind of writer I was. She didn't even know Mm -hmm. if I could even write, but um, she took me on. She gave me a chance and, you know, I'm forever grateful for that because I was not published during that time. Enchanted Anthologies was my biggest publication i have to say a big mentor um in the author world has been my friend and author jennifer cromph who lives in canada and we've become kind of very close i kind of call her my bookstagram bestie and Mm -hmm. um she is just an amazing writer she's great at marketing um and she's just taught me so much throughout this whole thing she is doing so well on TikTok right now. She's been motivating me to up my game on TikTok cuz I think she's almost at like 10,000 followers on TikTok. So I've been upping my game and kind of, you know, asking her questions and watching her profile and learning from what she's doing. She's just amazing and I just um I love her to pieces and I'm so grateful that the Bookstagram community connected us and I've just learned
0: so much from her. So those are two Two, um, two great places that you just talked about. You talked about the Enchanted Anthology and, and people, that's, that's all over my uh, social media platform. You can check that out. We also have two podcasts um, for, from the Enchanted Anthology crew. Mm-hmm. Um, there were so many of them. We had to split it up. Uh, yes. And, and tell us, give us uh, Jennifer's handle. How can people check her out?
1: Um, She is... At, um, her TikTok is Jennifer Autumn Crumpf and her Instagram is author Jennifer Crumpf, I believe. Let me just okay. look it And then up.
0: how do we spell her last name?
1: Um, Yeah, her tic- Instagram handle is author Jennifer Crump. Her last name is K-R-O-P-F. And she has currently three books out in the world it's a series it's called the winter soul series so she has three books out right now and i think the fourth and final installment of that series is going to be coming out in december of this year okay that's amazing
0: okay good for us to know Um, a good person for us to check out you know very good so what what is um what's one lesson right writing has taught you that you think everyone should learn at some point though you've given us a lot of nuggets Well, can you think of one other thing everybody
1: needs to learn? Uh, Determination, uh, patience, uh, you know, not giving up, persevering through the challenges because it's a lot. You don't realize what it takes to self. Like anyone can self-publish a book through Amazon, but to do it right and make it, you know, a career, which is, my goal, and I'm going to be honest about that, my goal is to eventually be able to create my platform and books and get enough sales so that I can eventually make being an author my full-time job because I would love to be an author full-time and just be able to write and sell and promote my books. Mm-hmm. Um, so just to not give up because there's going to be a lot of challenges and Some days you're not going to have the motivation to write. Some days you're going to have writer's block. Some days the ideas are not going to be flowing. Other days, you know, you know, sometimes when your book comes out, and you get reviews, you're going to get good reviews. You might not get not so good reviews. Mm -hmm. And just kind of knowing to stay strong and stay true to yourself and persevering through those challenges to get to the goal that you want to get to. That's
0: right. That's right. And just i'm so glad that you talked about that that you know even when you do get published because we're so used to rejection letters and rejection well, those of mm-hmm. us who before you get published you know if you're seeking an agent or you're seeking traditional publication or you, it, you can be rejected so many ways um mm-hmm. every day as a writer but one thing that i like that you pointed out is even mm-hmm. when you are published the, the, here comes the here come the haters okay here come people with their opinions, and it's not always going to be good. I remember being like so pumped. I was I had gotten into this major magazine with the circulation in a million. And mm-hmm. I got I got um fan mail. <clears throat> I got fan mail, but then I had trolls. I had people who were like, you know, saying like <laughs> criticizing my stuff. And I, I forgot about that. And so it helps, it helps to remember. That even when you do reach certain levels and you are publishing things you'll still you'll still get negativity and you have to just guard yourself against that and like you said be determined be patient you know good
1: advice yeah it's it's tough and especially like because with me I not only want to publish my book but I want to do it right because one thing about me is I'm extra so it's like when I'm making this book I want to not only make it a good story but I also want to make it look nice like I want the cover right. look nice I want there to be designs in the book I want it to yes. you know extra so I want to make sure that I, it looks good because I not yes. only want it to people to enjoy the stories and love the stories which I hope that they do but I also want mm-hmm. it to be like this beautiful product that people are going to want to display on their bookshelves for you know the world to see.
0: That's right. So
1: did you always want to be an author? Yes, I did. I've been writing since I was little. So I've always been writing. It's always been kind of, you know, something I wanted to do to get published. I never knew how to go about it, though. So um, I started querying back in like 2018, 2019. And Mm -hmm. I believe it was, I think, November of 2019. Because, you know, a lot of times agents they don't either write you back or they say i'm sorry this is not what we're looking for like this is nice but this is not what we want and i had one agent who was kind enough to actually look over my work and actually write me a nice email it came i think a year after i had uh had um sent it i think i sent it out in january he got back to me in november and wrote me a a nice email saying that you know giving me some advice that if I wanted to be published as an author that I had to put myself out there first and you know people wow. need to know who I was and that I was into writing books before like my books even came out so wow. I was like how do I do that I was like thank you and then in my head I'm like how do I do that because he was mentioning joining different um author groups or like um these different like Subscriptions, like I know they have, like Romance Writers of America, Fantasy right. Sci-Fi Writers of America, That's it. but all mm-hmm. that stuff, you know, they you had to pay, and some of them the requirements was you had to already be published. And I'm like, well, I'm not published, so I can't <laughs> join in. And then their fees were so expensive. I'm like, I'm broke. Yeah, <laughs> what? Right. And, and um, and it was frustrating. And I was like, how can the average person that wants to publish a book and put themselves out there as an author and believes in themselves that their writing is good is able to do that when there's all these roadblocks so Mm -hmm. uh, I always love social media I've been on Instagram for almost 10 years now but Uh I really started taking it seriously was when I found the bookstagram community in December of 2019 and I happened to be researching on Instagram I don't know I was putting in some sort of like Hashtags. I don't even remember. Something about some way to connect with other authors. Because I'm like, how do I connect to other authors? I don't know how to do this. And then I ended up stumbling upon this. It was a follow loop to connect with other authors. And it was called A Right Christmas um, 2019. And I was like, what is this? So it was kind of a you know, getting to know you, it was a post that everyone who wanted to participate made on their profile. And then people commented underneath who they were, what they wrote, and you were able to like comment back and kind of follow each other. I follow you, you follow me, I check out your work. And that was kind of my in into the bookstore community because I had no idea that, you know, the self-publishing community and author community was so big on Instagram, Facebook, and then later on TikTok. And Mm -hmm. by starting that, it allowed me to start connecting with other people and then eventually I just started meeting people people I gelled with people you know I ended up meeting with for a certain time and then you know we kind of just went our separate ways but we still follow each other on Instagram and through that I was able to meet my friend Jen who had you know offered asked me if I wanted to join her Facebook group that she had, which I didn't even know they had Facebook groups for authors to connect and stuff. So I said, sure, go, I'm going to go for it. This was in the beginning of 2020. And then over the summer, Alice ended up posting in Jen's Facebook group how she was actually looking for some authors to be part of a short story anthology for charity. And it was going to be about magical uh, water creatures. And if we wanted to, to reach out to her, she said it was, you know, the cover was already paid for. All we had to do was just submit a story and promote. And, and I was thinking to myself, oh, my goodness, like, this sounds perfect. I can, I write fantasy. I could write a fantasy story about mythical water creatures. Yeah. And then I was like, but I'm not published. And I was like, oh, and then I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, should I go for it? Should I not? And I'm like, okay, no fear, no fear. Let's, let's ask her. So I had sent her um, an email, a message on Facebook and I had told her, you know, I'm not published, but could I be a part of this? I can write a story about mythical water creatures. And she welcomed me, which I was shocked because she had no idea who I was. She had no idea if I could even write. And she just like took a huge chance on me. And then she let me write not only one, but two stories for Enchanted um, Waters. And because there was only eight of us at the time, not 10. So they wanted to do right. 10 stories to round it out. So both me and Alice had the time to write an extra story. So it ended up getting taken. Um, and that's another story. But getting those two yeah. stories into Enchanted Waters, it took some, it took it took a lot of work. And right. I definitely had to you know, get through beta reading, which was experience that is for another time that I had never gone yes. through in my life. And then, you know, um, that's something definitely that we we'll have to talk about another time.
0: But yeah. Both well, no, the tell, seemed... tell people, tell people really quick. What are beta readers? What is a beta um,
1: I had no idea what beta readers were. And we had some authors on that anthology that were professional beta readers. So they went through and kind of, you know, uh, commented on every little thing, like commented, questioned, you know, like what was this this didn't sound right and just kind of almost i want to say like kind of like ripped it apart and (laughs) it was such a shock for me because i had never experienced that kind of you know feedback like that before that first it upset me because i thought you know I thought I was halfway decent as a writer and the way that they were, you know, commenting on my stuff, I was like, oh my God, I must suck as a writer. Is this even for me? Like, oh, I had a meltdown. I cried, everything. I'm going to be honest because that's what we need, honesty, more of this. But I cried. I was upset. I remember calling my editor being like, oh my God, they ripped it apart. I don't know if this is for me. And then, then, you know, and then afterwards I collected myself because I knew that, you know, it was coming from a good place but I don't know I feel like and talking about you know myths about authors Mm -hmm. for some reason a lot of these authors believe that like editors and beta readers have to tear a story apart and criticize Mm -hmm. and like almost I don't know like be mean kind of just to like in order for it to build it back up to be a better story and I don't feel that that is for me personally I don't feel that that's the only approach. I feel like, yes, we want our stories to be told the truth, honestly how it is, where we need to fix them. But I feel like there's a way to go about it that shouldn't make authors feel like they should throw the pen and paper away and never (laughs) write again. Because, you know, everyone's different. And I feel like, you know, I want you to be honest with me about my stories, but kind of do it in more of a, you know, nice way, where it's like, you don't have to tear everything apart. But, you know, that's just some author styles and it was something that I had to get used to. And even now, right. still sometimes when I um, when I ask for beta readers or I send my stuff out to people and then it's also like choosing the right beta readers because you want beta readers that are going to be honest and, you right. know, and tell you the truth and just some of them they just like really go into it and they just cut it apart and I just get it back and I'll say like oh there's like 500 comments and I'm like oh my god and then I have to like connect myself first because first I'll be like I think we're always just a little bit vain we want to think that our work is is really good but you know I know that the beta readers are going to help us be better so first Mm -hmm. I'll get like you know a little bit upset, you know, when they, they question something and I'll be like, I answered that two pages later in my head. I'm like, how That's did right. you not see that? Oh, that wasn't clear. I thought that was clear. Yeah. But then afterwards I have to like take it away, go and like, you know, uh do something to take my mind off and then come back and be like, okay, let's look at what they're saying now. And then realizing that, you know, they are coming from a good place. Their approach might not always be the best approach. But um eventually it's going to make that story even better so that was just my experience with beta readers and it was an interesting um experience and and I'm learning every single day so no but I'm glad that I'm okay so
0: thank you for that thank you for giving us an overview of what a beta reader is right they're not they're not technically your editor or anything Mm -hmm. like that very different they're they just think of them as the people who could be potentially reading your book, and usually yeah. beta readers, yeah, they're gonna sign up for the kind of genre that you write. So that if they like thriller or, you know, mm-hmm. magical, magical realms and all of that, they'll try to, um, you know, yeah, go and read those things. But some people, um, yeah, it's there's no tact in the way that they give their feedback, and so mm-hmm. it can be very destructive and not meant to. It doesn't help to it's not helping to build you up just knowing okay i just need to know where how i need to be more concise how i need to you know really appeal to the reader mm-hmm. not confuse them but there's no need to be nasty or cruel that's basically mm-hmm. what we're saying that's yes. unnecessary and that is a that an editor or a beta reader has to be like cruel and mean and make you feel like you know it's it'd be better for you to go i don't know knit blankets for a re- <laughs> yes <laughs> instead not that there's anything wrong with knitting blankets but you get the meaning so what is your favorite hack for um, increasing instagram following did you have increased your numbers over a very short period of time
1: i would say that definitely doing reels has really helped a lot because instagram they constantly are changing their algorithm which i don't understand the purpose behind that so, I've noticed that I don't really get a lot of engagement on my posts. Like I'm lucky if I crack 100 likes and maybe a couple comments. But and I noticed that my story views um have gone down quite a bit, but definitely reels. I think Instagram is trying to compete with TikTok. So, yeah. And everything I'm saying is from my personal experience. I don't know if it's true or not. It's just what I've noticed. So I'm going to put that out there. But
0: But that's um, what we want. Personal experience. Yeah. But
1: I've noticed that Instagram is definitely pushing the reels more as I noticed that I get a lot more views and a lot more interactions on my reels. So I've started doing more reels than actual like pictures and posts which is is sad because i did like instagram because of all the pictures and posts that people can do and i still do that too but i noticed that there's more engagement and more activity when i post a reel so yeah and i've been um i've been noticing i get more views with my reels right now than i do with um my TikTok. so i'm trying to figure that
0: stuff both out (laughs) Okay, wow. Now, is there a particular time of day that you did, did um, you get your best work done? particular time of day
1: when I'm writing? I would say that I do like to write during the day. However, that doesn't always happen with life and work. So most of the time, I usually end up having to write at nighttime, which can be difficult, but you just have to push through. But I would say my best times are like um, morning, uh, mm-hmm. midday, but most of the time, my writing happens at nighttime. So okay,
0: right. that's, that's honest, yeah. Um, and then, okay, so let's go back to our to Instagram and TikTok. So, what mm-hmm. what are some underrated tools that are indispensable for your work as an Instagrammer and TikToker? What kind of tools did you say? I would say definitely having my phone helps a okay. lot, oh,
1: yeah. and um, definitely investing in a. Um, stand to put your uh tripod to put your Mm -hmm. phone on you can get those on amazon for not a lot of money so those are very helpful too because it'll allow you to kind of you know if you're holding a book um if you are you know doing a dance uh you can have the phone nice and there on the tripod and it's not going to be all shaky and and then you can just put it on timer to do your work Um, I would say definitely like TikToks and Reels have really been indispensable because people really like the videos, they like seeing Mm -hmm. stuff, also keeping the videos short to keep Mm -hmm. people's attention
0: that helps a lot too okay, keep videos short okay guys, if you don't have a tripod you're going to have to get one if you want to get into this TikTok instagram life doing revolts need a tripod oh my goodness well please tell us how the, our audience can stay in touch with you and please uh, remind us again of all of your new projects okay so
1: the way that people can keep in touch with me is through instagram and tiktok my handle on both of those is my pen name ndt casale it's the same for both I recently created a Facebook author page, um, and that's ndtcasale slash ndtesta, and that's my author page. I am on Amazon, and I'm on BookBub and Goodreads, and I have two separate profiles for both my pen names. One is Casali, the other is ndtesta, so I have BookBub, Goodreads, and Amazon pages for each one of those accounts. Okay. And and then um, we'll definitely have to do another um, in the future another podcast and talk about pen names because I do a lot with pen names, so that'll be something for us to talk about. Oh, please. <laughs>
0: yes, you have to. Yes, and, um, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I
1: love I love pen names. My um, enchanted anthologies um, friends have been you know commenting on my use of pen names and how many pen names that I have or been creating. And then also I'm planning on building So I'm planning on creating a newsletter within a week or so. So that'll be up eventually and eventually creating my own website. And then my upcoming projects that I have coming in is next month on August 25th. I am a part of a uh, anthology. It is a diverse anthology. It's called King, Kindred Kingdoms and it features all characters of different cultures, nationalities, races, um, characters with disabilities, um, LGBTQ plus characters. So mm-hmm. that's been a very um, diverse uh, project that I've been working with uh, 15 other authors on. That's coming out next month. And then in October, I have three different projects coming out. One is a paranormal romance, urban fantasy anthology uh, with me and 20 other authors and that's called Rituals and Runes, and it has paranormal romance stories in it. Um, I have another paranormal romance anthology coming out at the end of October um, and that's called A Song of Wings and Witchery. And then in the middle of October, I have my first novel coming out and that is going to be Hickory Dickory Death. And it's coming out under my pen name N.D. Testa. And it is a gas lamp fantasy mystery uh, anthology that features um, different short stories in that genre. And it's kind of like a spooky, gothic, mysterious vibe to it.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: then um, in November, I am a part of a Christmas anthology, and it's called All I Want for Christmas, and it features, I think, 10 different authors, including myself, and it has, and they're all Hallmark-inspired stories because, a side note, I am a big fan of the Hallmark channel. I'm obsessed with
0: Hallmark, Uh, so so they originally originally
1: titled back um, at the beginning of this year when the organizer was advertising for authors to submit work to this anthology it was originally called um, a hallmark christmas was what they were saying before they had changed the title to all i want for christmas yeah. uh, so once i saw hallmark i was like i gotta do it I i'm have in. to do it and i was like <laughs> i was like oh maybe i'm like you know spreading myself too thin being a part of all these anthologies but then i was like we gotta go for it we gotta get ourselves out there and i love Hallmark. so being able to write a hallmark inspired story for this anth- Christmas anthology was um, was great and I'm looking forward to that and
0: that's coming out in November. That's right so these are, my goodness, these are so many projects. Kindred Kingdoms so I have, I have Rituals and Ruins mm-hmm. A Song of Wings and witch- Witchery mm-hmm. and All I Want for Christmas oh but before that we have Hickory Dickory Death, okay? yes. your first, your first um, novel that's coming out that's going to be really important and do you want to tell them about what I'm going to be doing The the giveaway for your book
1: i'll have you do that thank you i appreciate it it. okay
0: so i am going to so so you know we're going to tell you and i'm going to tell you in the show notes how to do this Um, but those of you who respond um i am giving away a certain number of her signed books so that is um that's something you do not want to miss you want to get in on it on the fun while you can and so um we're just just so excited that I got a chance to hang out with you again. It, it has been a wonderful pleasure to hang out with you, um, Nicole. You've taught us so much about building our platform through Instagram, TikTok, um, even your, you have a new Facebook page, author Facebook page, BookBud, Amazon, and Goodreads. And I love that you said earlier um, in our time together, don't be afraid because fear mm-hmm. holds us back. And there is enough room for all of us at the table. So good. Any last words you'd like to leave us with? Um, Just,
1: you know, thank you for having me. I always appreciate being here and talking with you and I look forward to coming back. And as usual, you know, if anyone, any new authors starting out have any questions, they can, you know, Hit me up on any of my social networks and i'll do my best you know i'm a new author myself so i'm still learning but whatever knowledge and wisdom i could pass on to help make this journey a bit easier for you i'm more
0: than happy to do so that's wonderful excellent perfect way for us to end and so audience please do not forget to pierce through the darkness with the spoken and written word